Hello and welcome to Bougie Adjacent. I'm Amanda Lauren. Today I am with someone who is super amazing. She is the founder of Pizza Girl. She is the newest cast member on The Hills, Caroline DeMore. Hi, how are you? We're just sitting here in her gorgeous building, just like shooting the breeze. And we're gonna talk about that. We're going to talk about the hills. We're going, we're gonna get into it. We're going to get into it. Okay, so you live in, and I can always wait, but like we're gonna say the name in the article. For sure, yeah. The okay, Carlotta. so you live at Villa, Villa, Villa Carlotta, which is in LA. It's a gorgeous, like pre war, stunning building. So, how did you end up here, and what was it like shooting in your apartment? You know, I mean, I have never lived in a, be- a I've never lived in a building this beautiful. Um, Wait, where are you from in LA originally? I'm from. Well, I was born in the Valley, moved mm-hmm. to Malibu. Um, I lived in Malibu, went to Malibu High, and then I went. I bopped around for a very long time DJing, so I was just traveling all the time. I had apartments in Hollywood. I had an apartment in New York. And then, uh, you know, I was married, I settled down in Beverly Hills, and then uh, I recently went through a divorce, and, um, and then COVID hit, and I needed a place to live immediately. And my friend was like, oh my god, you gotta check out the Villa Carlotta, it's like a little hidden gem, you would never like feel like you're in the city when you're actually in the building, and it's just so special. And I was like, okay, let me go check it out. And when I first walked into the lobby, I was like, wow, this place is so just beautiful. I mean, it's, it's very just classic and elegant and, you know, it just has so much history and it's just gorgeous. And then to be able to just lay out by the pool, which is the most beautiful pool, you know, um, and like the rooftop, watching the sunset, it's, it's great, you know, and the, the apartments are here are awesome. The community is amazing. It's a very, um, Everybody's kind of in the industry. I actually met my investors for Pizza Girl here. So it's a it's been a really Wait, that's so it, funny because I was wondering like why they I just assumed they were at the shoot for like fun. Yeah, no. I mean, they I mean, uh they they love it here. So they're always here. Our mutual friend uh lives in the building and they 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 come here all the time to see her and yeah, they were here. Uh, to help out with the shoot, but they're here all the time. Yeah, it's a great place to work. So what I, so you grew up in Malibu, I assume in like a more modern house, like a beachy house. Um, I love Malibu, so I'm totally jealous. Is it a totally different vibe than Los Feliz where you are? Because I feel like Malibu is almost a small town. You know, when I grew, when I was growing up in Malibu, it was very small town. I mean, the only places to go shopping were like Planet Blue and certain stores. It closed. I know. R.I.P. I was trying to go there when we were waiting for food, I don't know, like a few months ago, and I was so sad. It was so sad. That was the end of an era for sure, and it's been like... You know, I'm just surprised, but then, you know, you have like the gentrified, you know, urban outfitters and places like that moving in there. So it used to be a small town. When I grew up there, it was like everybody just cut off jeans and, you know, barefoot and chilling uh, at the beach. And yeah, you know, now it's a bit more bougie, but, <laughs> um, I, you know, it's still a beautiful place. I try to avoid it on the weekends now. It's the worst on the weekend. Yeah. It's always a mistake. I'm like, why did we come here? Whatever. Like, I go with my husband. Yeah. So, 
you've been so you've lived in like all of these neighborhoods mm-hmm. and it's strange because you sort of come from like you it's sort of an old hollywood building mm-hmm. and you sort of come from like an old hall i don't want to say they're an old hollywood family but who is your family because they may have if you've been to LA before people know your family's restaurant yeah so we're just you know we're more on you know the humble side of LA we are a pizza you know pizza family we have Demore's pizza it's all family owned delicious little hole in the walls east coast style it is so good isn't it and you can find two of those locations in Malibu um and yeah I mean I you know I grew up catering and you know going to all the movie sets with my dad and helping out you know my mom passed away when I was five so I had no choice a lot of (laughs) nights to just go with dad and go you know learn how to cater and help out with the business so that's kind of where my entrepreneurial um, foodie industry business side started. So now you sort of translated that to your new business, which we're going to hear a lot about on the hills, obviously. Mm-hmm. And there was a huge party. You were inter- was, you were introduced to me. Yes, on I was the, introduced on the hills. to you on the hills. So let me ask you something. How awkward yeah. did you feel once the cameras came running over to you? And Not like, that awkward. Okay. Not that awkward because I've done like reality shows before. Oh, good. But like a friend of mine was on a Bravo show and they cut me out, but we had like shot quite a bit. But she was supposed to be on for, it was like this show called Stripped and she was supposed to be on for a whole season and then they made all the like episodes, different stories. It was like everyone lost all of their stuff. Oh no, that sounds like For like 21 days and then every day you got something new back. It was like the, it was canceled after one season. It's like an international hit, but did not do well here. So I was, I shot with her quite a bit, but they didn't end up putting me in. I did not make the final cut. Boo! I know, I know. Boo, fuck you, Andy Cohen. But <laughs> let me ask. Wait, seriously, though. So did you find the cameras intimidating? You know, when I first started filming The Hills, I was definitely, like, aware that there were cameras around me. But, you know, you have a few cocktails. You kind of yeah. settle in, and you kind of forget they're there. And sometimes you're like, oh, God, was that on camera? You know, like there's some things where you're just like peeing with the microphone on. You're like, are they listening right now? So there's some stuff that's super awkward, but <laughs> I got really used to it. You know, um, I, it, it was a really interesting kind of crazy time anyway in general between like trying to film through COVID and you know, all that comes with that. So it was an awkward time, but luckily, like, I knew the cast really well, and, you know, I consider a lot of them my close friends. So it was it was fun at times, too. Also to have, like, a COVID-safe friend group during that time was really nice because <laughs> we were all tested every single day on set and couldn't step <laughs> on set without having a test cleared. So it was really intense, but it was nice to be able to, like, fake party in a way yeah (laughs) so what was it like shooting because this is okay so I talked to Garcelle about this which is like okay you have the place where you live and listen everyone in like real life you walk in you throw your bag down you've got like a gross pile of mail or like a gross pile of keys or maybe you have like dishes in the sink or at least I know I do what is it like to film in your home and what is the pressure of that to make everything look cute and presentable and you know just like camera ready honestly it's a nightmare that's why i was so grateful to live here at the villa carlotta where everything is just so perfect and as long as you hide all your shit in the closet uh, <laughs> you're good you know <laughs> 
That's so, so you weren't like sitting there like arranging books on your coffee table or like coasters or like I don't know a paperweight or something. You know, sure. I I definitely make sure that like pizza girl pasta jars are you know placed uh, accordingly because <laughs> you know we all have to get our businesses out there and that's really really important. That's you know the whole reason I did this show and a show as invasive as this. So it was really. Uh, yeah, I made sure and you know, it was great because everybody loves the pizza girl pasta sauce so much that it just became a big part of the story. So when did you start this? Uh, pizza girl? Yes. So I started pizza girl almost through four years ago, just like concept wise. And then, you know, I went and did a lot of it on my own. I funded the whole project from the beginning on my own. So it was very kind of piecemeal at first. Um, I kind of got a little bit ahead of myself and I was, you know, up in Santa Paula with a hairnet on jarring these jars of mm -hmm. sauce myself at first. It was very mom and pop, um, actually just mom. <laughs> and um, I walked a jar into Erwan a couple years ago and I was like, hey, you got to try my sauce. And they're like, that's not how this works. Um, you actually have to go through the right channels. And I was like, well, this is how I'm doing it and I'm here. Like, who can I talk to? And then they let me go upstairs and have a meeting, which is really cool. And they tried the sauce and they were in love with it. And they gave me all five air ones. And on my own, I achieved over a hundred supermarkets by myself. You know, I got Gelson's, Erwan, Bristol Farms, um, Whole Foods. It just went on and on and on. And then COVID hits and every single jar of sauce that I had sold out in two days, you know, with the big supermarket yeah. rush. And it was, you'd think that that would be a good problem to have. However, all these other big companies like the really big companies, they bought up all the organic farms when it hit. Mm -hmm. So little companies like mine were unable to source their ingredients. It was oh. awful. I was crying. I was devastated. I lost all my shelf space. It was really, really, really hard. I mean, to go from, you know, just knocking it out and having so much love and like celebrity love, um, celebrity endorsement, just like so many supermarkets backing me to losing everything because of COVID and then having to like restructure and start all over again. And when I moved into the Villa Carlotta, it was really like a magical place for me to like reset because I met so many cool people. I actually met um, my business part, my new business partners here in this building and they kind of stayed in touch throughout COVID and they were actually on lockdown in Australia for two weeks oh, wow. and they called me and they were going crazy and they were like, What's going on with Pizza Girl? Um, we're in, we're on lockdown for two weeks in Australia. Let's talk. And then by the end of the conversation, you know, they signed on and we got a new factory and we got, you know, I got the proper backing and now we're back and I'm so excited and everybody can get the sauce now across the country at pizzagirl.com. And then uh, we just started our supermarket push again and we got back into all the Gelson's. That's exciting. Woo-woo! So as of next week, very soon we'll be back in all the Gelson's. So... Go on in, and then we're just going to, you know, keep knocking them out one by one. We'll be in Bristol Farms by August and working on, on you know, new ones each day. So what did you do before this? Before? Before you decided to be an entrepreneur and go on a reality show, what were you doing? I was, a, you know, it's very easy to find, you know facts about me on the internet. I was kind of a, um, just like a known kind of party girl when I was younger, uh, always in the club. And then I decided to turn that into a job and I started DJing mm -hmm. and I ended up DJing all of Paris Hilton's record release parties when she did Stars Are Blind and we traveled around the world together. And that really like 
um, sent my DJ career in a really like upwards uh, path and I got signed to Scam Artist and I got two big record deals and I toured the world and that kind of life really got to me um, in a way that was great and terrible at the same time because I fell down a little bit of like a drug and alcohol kind of party girl uh, hole for several years and then uh, I got married and I got pregnant and I was like obviously I can't do that type of stuff anymore so that wind down mm -hmm. and then I was like noticing when I was cooking for my daughter that I just you know it was really hard to find a, an all-organic pasta sauce that actually tasted good and that you know had no added sugar and you know just was low in fat and so I decided I had to make one using my grandmother's recipes mm -hmm. and just bring it you know we, we cook you know small small batch cook things we kettle cook it and it just keeps this flavor it's so it's incredible. so good and I've tried it it was really good and I really think jarred sauce is mostly garbage <laughs> so no it's like mostly really disgusting I and agree. yours tastes just like what you would have at a restaurant see and that's what I wanted to do I wanted to solve that problem and it's by the way like Re like when you look at the back of the label you can read everything mm -hmm. there's not like xanthium gum <laughs> or like things you can't pronounce yep or just yeah. like garbage, garbage in it it's yeah. really it's organic it's pure there's not a lot of sugar there's no not a lot sugar. of salt in it at either yeah which is because it always has like tons of salt and then you just feel puffy and disgusting the next day yeah no you can literally eat an entire jar out of like with a spoon and it's just divine so it's all just the best ingredients possible and I really like put um, a lot of effort into every batch I mean I just flew to New York um, and made sure that I taste tested everything just to make sure it was perfect and yeah I went straight from filming the hills to the airport <laughs> wow and yeah I had to be up at 2 in the morning LA time in the factory so it was crazy on no sleep but I had to do it just to make sure that it was perfect what has it been like shooting the like was being on a reality show what you like what were you expecting and what was it really like you know i was expecting a lot more like people just kind of coming at me with like weird aggression which or like weird drama weird drama and it didn't really happen that way i mean there was obviously a couple people that um you'll just see that uh create some drama and were just like not very nice um, to me as a new girl, but you know, I, um, I, I found it to be a lot easier than I thought it was going to be, you know? I mean, it was very mellow. I think this season, everybody's so much older and it's just like, they're all going through their personal shit. So yeah. it's more, it's more like, you know, it was really hard and it brought, like we started filming before COVID and everybody was much more wild, rambunctious, and crazy. Mm -hmm. But then COVID happens, and then we go back to filming, and everybody's lives drastically changed. Uh, a lot, you know, fell into perspective. So I think it ended up a little more, like, calm. It ended up more, like, like just calm and, like, family-oriented at the end of the day because people really went through some hard shit through COVID. I know I did. What was the hardest part about COVID for you? Well, losing my entire company. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That was really well, hard. But, and building it back up. Well, building it back up was obviously, I finally just had to pick myself up and say, stop feeling sorry for yourself and get it, get your shit together, woman. And I did. And, you know, it was also really hard being, you know, 
a single mom with a daughter that wasn't in school anymore and trying to work. So I'd be doing Zoom calls and then she's doing Zoom in the other room right next to me and I'm running back and forth trying to get her the right marker and this and that. <laughs> it's been really hard to try to be a teacher, a mom, uh, a businesswoman, you know, a CEO. So it's been it's been really trying for sure. How old is your daughter? She's six. Oh, Isabella. that's like a great age. Mm-hmm. That's a great age. Was she on the show at all? Like I saw like little Gunner was on and oh my God, his little, he's so cute. Yeah, he is adorable. Um, she she was set to film on two different occasions and they canceled them because of certain COVID shutdowns. Oh. Yeah, so she ended up not being on this season. Um, but you know what? I'm kind of okay with that. It was good for me to kind of just do it on my own, not, you know, force my whole family into something that was my decision mm-hmm. and then kind of see how it goes and you never know. If there's another season, maybe she'll pop on here and there because she's just so damn adorable (laughs) so let me ask you who did you get along with on the show like who did you feel the closest with uh i'm definitely the closest with caitlin carter Mm -hmm. um brody's ex she's so pretty by the way stunning she's gorgeous and she has no fake hair and i'm saying that by the way with like massive extensions in my hair who everyone is listening to i'm like that's her hair. That was like the first thing I noticed about her. She's so cute. Yeah. No, I mean, she definitely had some like fake ponytail last season, but this <laughs> season she cut that off and yeah, no, she looks gorgeous. Um, she's just such a really good human being and she just had my back from the beginning and we became super close. I mean, we hung out all the time while not filming. You know what I mean? Like a lot of us just hang out while filming. You'd mm-hmm. be surprised, but I mean... There's some people that are really my friends, like the Delgados and Adrina. And I mean, Adrina and I have known each other forever. We did a movie together called Sorority Row a million years ago, and we've just been cool ever since. Brody and I went to Malibu High together, so I've known him forever. He was like, you know, uh, a big brother for a little bit of time there back in the day. So it was really cool, really cool experience. And I love Ashley and Jason, they are such good people. So I basically really got along with almost everyone. I've heard good things. Actually, they're supposed to, well, I, they may end up, I think Ashley may come on the podcast. Cool. A friend of mine, we have a mutual friend. They seem like very genuine people. They really are. They're really sweet. Honestly, they're so sweet. They really did take us under their wing. Actually, Jason was the first person to kind of be like, I got your back, Caroline. Like, don't worry. And that I'll never forget. I'm kind of uh, an Italian mobster mentality like that. <laughs> like, you have my back, I'll have your back. Yeah. So that was cool. Everyone does. Everyone on the show seems genuinely nice. Everyone seems, and everyone seems to have like very interesting lives. But I think all of our lives are a little bit more interesting after COVID. Yeah. Also, different. you seem like more of an, I'm not going to trash the person you replaced, but you can. <laughs> um, you seem just like so much more of a natural fit in this cast because you do know them already. Yeah, you know, it just kind of made sense. I I feel like a lot of these shows, they just try to do something that is gonna catch an audience or catch something sometimes and it doesn't always work out the way that they had hoped and I think that was just the situation. You know, she really just didn't know anybody and it just wasn't a good fit. But um, yeah, so I think that's why it just made sense for me to join the cast. So what are we going to see on this season? Like, can you spill any tea? I definitely think people are going to be surprised. I think people are going to be very surprised by my storyline, and I'm kind of um, mentally preparing for that. So 
you will find out very soon. Uh, I believe I creep in a lot more around episode four and five. So are you scared? Are you scared for your life to change? Because basically you're about to become a household name. You think? I mean, I really don't know what um, something like The Hills would do at, at this. I don't know. I really have no idea. I'm not mentally. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not like. I haven't really thought about it in that way. But I'm really grateful for the exposure for my company. So that has been such an amazing thing. I mean, every news article, you know, talks about Pizza Girl. We're talking mm-hmm. about Pizza Girl, of and that's that's really. That's a mega, 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 like, super cool added bonus for sure. Are you excited also to be able to, like, really support yourself and to have something that's, like, a real... Like, not to say... I mean, listen, I think every... In Hollywood, everything is sort of determined by other people. Yeah. Like, someone has to hire you for this. Someone has to hire you for that and has to do... And so much of what people decide has really nothing to do with you at all yeah it relies on other people i can't stand that that's a really that's something i can't really i'm very like i'm in control i need to be in control yeah whereas if you're an entrepreneur although like obviously we see that like well i mean how often is there a pandemic right but usually if you have a name if you have a foot in the door and if you have a great product which you do usually the sky's the limit you know within your vision and your effort and everything you do. So what does that feel like to have something to have like found your calling and to have found like the stability of being an entrepreneur? Honestly, it's um it's really a dream come true. I've always known that I needed to man my own ship and that I wasn't, you know, going to just be, you know, on a TV show or whatnot. It was always going to have to be something that I uh, Im- in- imagined, invented and stayed on board as you know as the creator it's just in me you know when I was little I was always directing plays and putting people in them and I wasn't (laughs) actually in them I was just like kind of you know the director of everything and I think that finding my calling uh is just such a good feeling I know so many people out there struggle to figure out what they want and what they want to do and what makes their heart sing and when I was little, I never thought it would be like to be the CEO of a pasta sauce company. You know, I grew up in mm-hmm. LA. I thought I'd be an actress or this and that. And it's like, it was just meant to be. And I feel like people need to really like get rid of the ego sometimes and really just um, go for what they're actually like, what's actually calling them. You mm-hmm. know, in the universe, if you listen, it's out there. And I feel like um, it's important to listen. And I finally did. And it's just kind of all falling into place like magic. It's really incredible. So you have three flavors. Yep. We have three flavors. I, I, my whole concept is to start small. We're going to expand the brand to mm-hmm. everything you can imagine. But I've just seen so many companies try to jump to the finish line way too fast and end up like combusting. Um, so we're starting with uh, all organic marinara, a vodka sauce, which is so incredible, and an arabiata. And... That way it's just like making sure that the quality is there and everybody's just, you know, so in love with this product, you know, build the brand awareness and then grow, you know, product by product in a, in a um, healthy fashion. What do you think is, what do you think is like the ultimate goal? Like if you could fast forward five years for the company, what would you choose? Like what would the product line include? Oh, we're definitely going to, we're, we're already going to bring back us. the puttanesca which I had 
the first round and then we're gonna do like a really delicious um, we have some surprise sauces coming up over the summer and then we're gonna do once we kind of max out the sauce category I'm definitely interested in doing you know um, spices and pasta noodles Ooh. and all the different you know I'm gonna I'm gonna pull out the old Demore's pizza recipes and do frozen pizzas and lasagnas and really dive into that whole space um, you know one product by product yeah I'm excited that's amazing that's amazing okay so my last question is this. What was the thing that surprised you the most about doing The Hills? Like, what did you expect and what just, like, it was nothing like that? Um, let's see. Let's see. I expected, um, you know, I was single when I started The Hills and I think I expected to possibly, like, have some dating life on the show mm -hmm. and then I realized you don't want to subject anybody to that mm -hmm. <laughs> it's hard to date while being on the hills well it's Audrina really hard. seems really okay so I don't know what's going to happen but two episodes have aired when we're record recording this and I have to tell you Sean Stewart seems like such a nice guy and like him and Audrina seem very and I don't know what happens because obviously <laughs> this was a while ago and I'm like I am rooting for them oh yeah no Sean's been one of my friends forever I mean his sister Kimberly and I were like best friends for a very long time and we still are and um I love Sean Sean's like a little brother to me um and yeah I feel like I'm gonna you're gonna have to watch and see but um they're both amazing people and yeah I wish them the best but it's definitely like Adrena is actually one person that I stayed up late night talking to on several occasions while filming just talking about how hard it is to date on while you're on a show like that I actually got had a guy kind of turn me down when he heard that I was on the hills because he, yeah because he was like honestly that's the biggest like red flag he's like it's really hard for me to have like date somebody uh, who's going to go on a reality show and I totally get that you know it's not easy you're really putting yourself out there and subjecting everybody in your life to this you know um exploitation <laughs> <laughs> and some people don't didn't sign up for it you know I did so I think that that was really surprising I, I think I thought that you know the dates would be lining up but they weren't <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh. Well, thank you so much for doing this. Where can everyone find Pizza Girl and where can everyone find you? So everyone can find me personally at Caroline Demore on Instagram and at Caroline Demore on Twitter. And then you can go to pizzagirl.com to shop the site. And then you can go to Pizza Girl Official to follow our Instagram. Yay. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for having me. You are awesome. <laughs>